we welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. The Lord was dealing with my heart and just, you know, uh, dealing with me on things in my life that I've done. And, you know, y'all know now people may think I'm acting arrogant and stuff. Y'all know me better than that, right? I'm not arrogant. I'm not conceited. I'm a people person. I'm just fully touchable, reachable, all those things. Y'all know that, right? Okay, I don't carry myself like that. I make sure because I've come up under different ones like that, and I didn't like it. I didn't like the way they treated people and what I saw. I just did not look like Jesus Christ walking the streets. Y'all know the Son of God was accessible to everybody? Just fully, the Son of God, fully accessible. Folk, The woman touched him and got some virtue from him. Amen. So I, that's how I just patterned myself. I just always wanted to be like that. I never wanted to get caught up in that, that foolishness where I'm, I set myself apart from people and I'm different from people. But I'm different from people. I hope y'all can understand that. I don't set myself. I didn't do it. God made me different. My path is different from yours. Amen. My, my tests, my trials, my all of that growth pattern, how things happen for me, it's different than you. It is because God had to prepare me to be your leader. Anybody got a problem with me being your leader? I'm glad y'all turned the lights off. Amen. Because that's a, that's a quick get out. I, it's just different. And so, it's, you know, I'm the type, you know, I don't ever want to make it like I know something that other folks don't know. But sometimes I know stuff that other people don't know. Can I be honest with you? Okay, okay. So this is not to tout me or anything, but at this age, there were certain things I did that brought me to the place where I am now. Not that I'm anywhere, but I definitely have to set or exemplify certain things as your pastor. Ain't that why you came? Okay, so you came because you had confidence that I hear from God and that at some point in my life, I did what he said. Okay, we can all concur on that, right? So at some point, G. Craig Lewis answered God and did what he said. Now, one thing you have to realize, all y'all are blessed. Look at somebody and say, I'm blessed. You know why you're blessed? Because look at all y'all crowded in this room. Y'all are crowded in this room, and y'all can hear things that I have done, or y'all hear examples of it, the stories, different things, and you can avoid situations, and I didn't have this. Okay, so I didn't have a church that even backed EX Ministries. The church I was in, and I love the pastor, we cool now, but the minute I mentioned EX Ministries, he told me that wasn't God. So I had to leave the church to preserve EX Ministries, to save it. Nobody to talk to about it. Are y'all listening to me? No one to talk to. Right? So I'm on the dusty streets (laughs) following God. And every now and then, every now and again, God would send someone to me, a prophetic voice. And every time they would come, I could look at them and know exactly that it's God. It was never no guest prophet that came down and calling folks credit card numbers and all that. I ain't listening to nobody that does that. You can't tell me nothing. If you just bull jived in the service, we ain't talking privately. 
I just watched you take folks' money and manipulate folks and all that, brother, I, no. Even if God did tell you, I'm not listening. I'm like the young prophet in the Bible. Remember that listened to the older prophet? Older prophet kept living. <laughs> older prophet, no, 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 man, I heard from God too. God said that I can override your, what, what he told you and give you some new orders. Come on back to my house and eat. And the Bible said, as soon as he ate that last piece of bread, he dropped dead. And the old prophet kept living. So that's how I am, brother. I don't care if you're a prophet. I don't care if you're an authentic prophet. The worst part was the old prophet brought him to his house and then prophesied his death. Oh, thus saith the Lord, since you came with me and ate this cereal, you shall surely die at the last spoonful. Boy, I'd be like, well, I, I might be about to die, but boy, we go. You. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking you with me. Well, you done got me hemmed up in here like this. Oh, no, doc. No. I'm finna balance the scales of justice. <laughs> Change the whole Bible. But yeah, but that's what happened. He, I need to read that story, but that's how I was. I was like, dude, you ain't talking. Nope, nope. I got my orders from God. So it had to be specific. And it was women and men that would come. Some of them, women, older women that would prophesy different things. Um, it was never female power. Nobody that's out of order. It was always someone fully submitted to their leadership or whatever the case. And they would always come to me individually in different situations. So I got 10 of these things that I was told when I first started by God's people that I'm going to be dealing with in this series. So it's a 10-part series, and uh, it's called Lessons at 50. And the first lesson, look at somebody and say, drain the pool. We were in, uh, I was in Los Angeles, California, and this is year 2003 when we did what every church needs to know about hip hop. It was right before I did that. So I was doing a documentary, what every church needs to know about hip hop. Well, I wanted to do the documentary. So these friends I had, Eric Walsh, some of y'all know him, Eric Walsh from my video. He interviewed me, the, the, the surgeon at Laura Belinda Hospital, um, California. And so we were, we were there. Uh, at one of the members' houses. My wife was with me, and I was meeting with Mark Brown. Some of y'all know Mark Brown. He's the one who produced Two Can Play That Game and Barbershop, Beauty Shop, all the shops, all the Negro movies at the time. So we're sitting in there, so he wanted to do my documentary, right? So he was like, dude, we can shoot it this way. He's explaining all that, you know, telling me whatever, whatever, and they was going to do it for free like a motion picture. Like, I was about to blow up! <laughs> motion picture. Gonna do it for free. Gonna three camera, five camera shoot, whatever it was. I mean, they just gonna, he's gonna do it. It's like, dude, this is gonna, everybody's gonna have a copy of this. It's gonna go all over the world. This, this is it. You about to go. You, you about to blow. Okay? And so, we were just talking or whatever, and then somehow we were eating in the house. We were eating in the living room. Or so no, it was at a church. At the back of a church, Right? You remember? It was at a house. Okay. So we was eating at the house. Then when we, uh, after we finished the meeting, an older guy came. I don't remember who he was related to, what he was, whoever, whatever. He came and sat down next to me. Uh, and he said, I have something to tell you. And whenever somebody say that, I, I know it's God. God is about to speak. Just, you know, they don't have to come and say, <laughs> mm -hmm. 
The Velociraptor anointing, brother. You about to jump on the table? What you go unlock a door? <laughs> but um, so he just said, I, "I have something to tell you," and I knew it was God. He said, "Son, drain the poo." And I was like, "Drain the poo?" I didn't know. You know, I was like, "What does he mean?" He said, "Son, don't get caught up in fighting the alligators." He said, "Drain the poo." I said, well, you know, and so he, and then, you know, I didn't really understand. He said, well, he said, God showed me you, uh, what you're doing as a pool. He said it was cloudy. It had a whole bunch of junk in it. It was dirty. It was all of that. And the drain was at the very bottom. He said, and it was, it's alligators in it. He said, and you, God threw you in the pool and said, drain the pool. He said, but as soon as you hit the water, all the alligators came. And they started circling. They started biting at you. He said, if you start trying to fight those alligators, you'll never get the pool drained. Yeah. Changed my life. All of these. I'm, I'm, only, I'm doing one a week, so it's just too emotional for me. But I never forgot it. Y'all hear me telling you right now. I remember it like it was yesterday. It was, this was just one of those... One of those moments, all right? So he said, drain the pool. So let's talk about this a little bit so I can break down. And, you know, these things I'm telling y'all, you better listen to this because it works for all of us, right? Like you can use this analogy for your life. God gives us all assignments. These assignments are unique to us and who we are. How many of y'all feel like you got an assignment from God? That's not enough hands. Everybody's hands should have went up. I mean, are you a husband? Are you a wife? Then you have an assignment from God. Are you single, wanting to get married? Then you have a, an assignment from God. You have to stay a certain way in preparation for it. Amen. You can't date the alligator. These assignments are unique to us. And who we are. So Ephesians 4 and 11 tells us. And he gave some what? Apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, some teachers. We all have different jobs. Wonderful thing about homeschooling is it just made you a teacher. But as a Christian parent, you're a teacher anyway because you have to teach your children the ways of the Lord. Ultimately, well, let me finish the story. Maybe some of y'all waiting on the end. What happened? Well, uh... By the time I got home, God had already spoken and dealt with me. And No, you do it yourself. So we ended up, I remember we had one good camera that I could afford. And then we had a handy cam, a eight, high eight camera. And we shot that whole documentary with those two cameras. Yeah, so we shot that whole video. Can you imagine that? God worked it out where we did the whole video. And just like Mark promised, it, it went all over the world without the devil. Amen. Didn't air on HBO or nothing. Wasn't for retail, but everybody got a copy that needed a copy. Amen. Look at somebody and say, God is good. If you do it his way. But what I took out of that whole experience was this drain the pool thing. This just stuck with me. So he never, this is important for you to know in your times of failure and your times of dropping the ball, because you're all going to drop the ball. He never takes back his assignment. 
and he does not strip us of our calling. Somebody should have amen that. If God took back his calling or his assignment from us, nobody would have one because none of us qualify anyway. So he never takes it back. What he's spoken, and this is the most important part. This is why I tell you, get in the word, find the voice of God, let God speak to, speak to you because once he says it, guess what? It's going to happen. Why don't you want to hear the things that he's saying? wouldn't want to hear what he's saying if what he says has to happen when I would get before God about certain things I wanted to hear him say it and he'd be like no I ain't gonna tell you right now you gotta wait no no you need to get before me a little longer no it's gonna take a little longer and I knew why he was doing that it's like God you haven't talked to me in months I knew why he was doing it because once he says it it's gonna happen You understand what I'm saying? So he wanted to make sure I was who I said I was in order for him to say it to me or in the place I needed to be in order for him to speak it. Can I preach to y'all today? James 1 and 17 says, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the father of lights. Here is the great part right here. In whom there is no what? No variousness. Neither shadow of what? Turn. If he said it, it's going to happen. Why aren't you trying to hear the voice of the one that never changes? We can be successful or fail to do what we are called to do, but it was not God that took it back. Our free will gives us these options. Matthew 6 and 24, no man can serve two masters for either he'll love one, hate the other. So you can't serve two masters. It's impossible. You're going to hold to the one, despise the other. So you can't serve God and money. That's why when you do things just for money and leave God out, you just chose mammon over God. Right? Now you can imagine, I think at the time, where was I living? Man, we was broke. Well, we didn't have much at the time, huh? When we did the documentary. Yeah, yeah, things was tight. And so I'm sitting with Mark Brown, the way to get paid. He was the way at this point to get paid because he was paid and is still paid. And so I had to sit before this guy with nothing and turn this dude down. But I wasn't turning Mark down. I was turning Mammon down. He wouldn't be able to go against KRS-One and Erica Badu. She might be on one of his movies. So I would have been in a position where I would have definitely had to take that money and hush. So instead of doing that, I said, you know what? I'm just going to do it your way, God. What do you want me to do? He told me the way to do it. Amen? You can't serve God and Mammon. Don't let money move you. Amen. All right. All right. When we are determined to do what God has spoken to us, we will be met with what? Anybody been met with opposition? First, 
Peter 4 and 12. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you as if some strange thing has happened to you. Why do you think it's strange if you're determined to do what God spoke to you? Opposition is coming. It's coming. As soon as you say, yes, Lord, the devil says no. And opposition is coming. Do you know what opposition feels like? Someone opposing you, something opposing you. The enemy will send things our way to distract us or preoccupy us so that we cannot fulfill the purpose God has given us. First Peter five and eight. Be sober. Be, be let me get on the can I get on the sober part? That's, he didn't just put that there and telling you just, just act right. No, he said be sober. Be in your right frame of mind. Some folks off. They're just off. You ain't going to sleep around with all these folk and that not mess with your brain. You ain't going to be no rolling stone brother and not have repercussions. Our mental illness in our country, most of it is attributed to the fact that people's behavior was messed up. You ain't acting right. And it's making them go crazy. And so when he says be sober, he's saying be in your right state of mind. We were in the, in the studio the other day and I was telling them uh, that uh, that's why I don't drink. I don't drink. I don't drink because, you know, I know that well, I knew that growing up, I mean, I mean uh, once I got old enough and got in ministry and different things and God was going to be using me to help people in different things, it would get heavy. What I have to do is heavy. Okay, don't think it's not. My job is hard. And it's heavy carrying, look at, look at all these folks, carrying everybody. I'm carrying every one of you. I'm watching for every one of you, Right? Y'all think I'm joking about that, uh, what, what is it, the overflow. I ain't joking. I don't want no overflow. We already overflowing in here. Well, I wouldn't need no overflow. But I have to carry all y'all. So because I have to manage all y'all and all of that and carry it, I don't want nothing lifting that off me that's not natural. I don't want to feel what it feels to drink that away. I don't want to smoke it away. I don't want to eat it away. I changed my diet for that reason. I don't want to eat a sleeve of Oreos when things ain't going right. Carrying a ham sandwich in my back pocket at all times. This is the emergency ham sandwich. I, 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 no, I can't do that. I can't, I, can't, I can't do it because it's too heavy what I have to carry. And man, I'd be drinking all the time. So drinking is not for me. And when you have to carry problems and different things like that, you don't get a drink. You don't need a drink. Look at somebody and say, you don't need a drink. If you need a drink, you need to stop drinking. Paul said, I bring under my body so that nothing will have that kind of control over me. I'm paraphrasing. Nothing will control me like that. Nothing. Nothing's going to answer me but God. If he's not speaking, I don't get an answer. And I wait on his answer. 
I'm not answering it with a substance. I'm not feeling better right now. Man, if I could just do this, it's going to take these problems just temporary. No, 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 no. That's God's place. So however long God decides to take, I'll wait. Because what I just tell you, once he answers, it's in stone. When Jack Daniel answer, it might change. I ain't listening to Jack. I'm listening to God. Because he didn't want me under the influence. He didn't want nobody putting me under anything. Because if I'm carrying all y'all stuff, then if I go under, I might blab it. Or if things affect me like that, I might tell your story. And your story don't need to be told. I don't tell y'all story. Y'all know that, right? My wife don't know some things about y'all. Look at somebody, oh, ain't y'all one? Yeah, we won, but she don't want to know. And I, uh, Some stuff she don't need to know. That's my wife. I got to protect her from stuff. I know she got to see you. I don't want her scratching your eyeball. Out. <laughs> Which? <laughs> y'all know she from Oak Cliff now. Hey, man, I wouldn't have got me around the way, girl. I told you I need some protection. I like a just like that. So, you, you know, I'm going to need you to be intelligent sometimes, whatever, but sometimes I'm going to need you to be slap ignorant. That turns me on. Roll that neck and point that finger and tell somebody off. I'll buy you something. <laughs> I like that, man. Oh, don't be too intelligent. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a royal lion, walketh about seeking who, may be, who he may devour. So if the devil's walking around looking to see who he can get, you got to stay sober, you got to stay vigilant, right? On guard, vigilant, on guard and ready. Sober, in your, look at somebody say, in your right mind. In your right mind. Some of y'all need to tell alcohol goodbye just because of this sermon right here. This was the last day. Well, yesterday was. <laughs> I hope you wasn't drinking Sunday morning. <laughs> Pastor gonna preach about me. I gotta, I gotta get ready. <laughs> Once we have our orders, we must follow them according to God's instruction. We are responsible for getting the knowledge, fortitude, and determination required to fulfill it. Oh my gosh. Listen to this, y'all. Once we have our orders, we must follow them according to God's instructions. This is what the Lord told me 25 years ago. I don't care what you missed from your daddy. I don't care what you missed from your mama. They may not have held you enough. I don't know. You, I, I don't care what's absent. I don't care what happened to you. You was molested and abandoned and beaten and all those things that happened. To, God is, I don't care about those things anymore you're responsible for getting knowledge fortitude and determination you're responsible man if i'd had my daddy well you didn't you're responsible for making up for that find what you need and get it son that's those was god's orders for me I told you, I went through my little crazy period where I hated the church and woe is me and folks done me wrong and all these things. And God's like, okay, are you finished? 
Now go find somebody that can get you the knowledge, the fortitude, and the determination required to fulfill this call I just gave you. 2 Timothy 2 and 5. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly divided. Study. Look at somebody say study. Study. You have to study. Sit around and play PlayStation all day and see how smart you get. Sit around feeling sorry for yourself and see how smart you get. Sit around blaming people and see how smart you get. Now, you know, and I ain't trying to sound like I'm somebody and all of that, but when I was young in the faith, just starting out, I never, in my own mind, I never had the time to sit around and waste time. If God has told me what I need to do, and I know the devil is after me, I better get after God. So when Vicky was born and my wife, and I would have to take care of things during the day and all that stuff. So I figured, okay, so when, when can I get before God and get all the instruction and all this? I man, I have to wake up at 3 in the morning. I did that for two years. Every morning to find out what I need to do because all the distractions were gone. I kept a journal, all of that. All the distractions were gone. I had to hear from God for the plan for my life. My wife, you remember that? I, I, had to, I had to get about it. So I would play the PlayStation with my family. We'd gather around. Remember that? We'd gather around. I'd play these video games with them during the day. We'd have fun, whatever. But my time with the Lord, I had to have. I didn't have to. I, I didn't have to. At that time of my life, I needed to know what I'm supposed to do. And I know if I pull it down from heaven, it's going to happen. So that's what I'm going for. People see me now, brother, do you, you like clockwork. How you on a schedule like that? Doc, you just a, brother, I practiced this. I prepared for this time of my life 25 years ago. You ain't never late for anything. No, because I was never late before God. You wake up so early. I wake up early because there's no distractions and I can hear him. Folk that sleep late ain't hearing from God. You're just not. Keep trying. You won't. He speak to me. You ain't going to hear him because there's too much going on when you're trying to hear. Your emotions on 100 by the time you get to him. He needs to be first. Study. Look at somebody say study. Study. <laughs> Y'all remember this video game? <laughs> it's Atari. The one button joystick. Y'all remember Atari? Boy, me and Elder Aaron played this. We, we, blow the, we burned the cartridge up on Pitfall. Yeah. Look at these young folks. Oh, Mm-hmm. <laughs> ain't no people in it you can't like Jonathan can get in the video game now he got something for his birthday and he can just he's lawnmower man now he can just get <laughs> and I film him playing because he looks so ridiculous <laughs> I 
Yeah, this is pitfall. This dude is avoiding the alligators. If you touch the alligator, what happened? You die. Okay, so he's avoiding the alligators. The alligators represent opposition. Look at somebody say opposition. When we focus and engage in opposition or naysayers and preventers, then we can lose our focus and be overtaken. So when God gives you the order, the devil sends opposition. If you get busy with the opposition, you know what the opposition is now? Opinions. See, back in my day, it wasn't nothing. Back when, well, when all this happened, there was no social media and stuff like that. So folks pretty much had to come face to face and tell you what they was thinking. So back then, it was just a whole lot of brawling and beatdowns. You know, folks wasn't talking noise online. IP address in Egypt. Dude, you talking noise, man, come, come here and say that. And then they FaceTime you, here I am. Brother, you better get on somewhere. It's old digital weak folks. Man, please, back in my day, dog, it's just as fisticuffs. That's where we going. But now, you know, most of y'all's opposition now is opinion. It's people's opinion. What people think, how people feel, people come in your life. And you know what I found out about cantankerous folks that's always negative and always doubting and whatever? You know what they're trying to do? Duplicate themselves. I found that out like a few months ago. The Lord spoke to me and said, that's what they're trying to put some of what they are in you. They come around you talking negative and down and stuff and downing you and making you feel some kind of way because they want you to feel like they feel. They are transferring that into you. And I know people that were good people, uplift, happy all the time. I mean, just wonder. Now they're just a mess because they kept a cantankerous person around them all the time. Doubting and talking crazy and whatever and mess their personality up. So alligators represent the opposition. So when he said drain the pool, don't, don't get caught up fighting the folks that's fighting against you. And I took that to heart. So I never address anyone that's against EX Ministries. You don't have a record of it. It's never happened. What do I do? Turn the hour. The reason I turn the hourglass over is because hopefully by the time the sands of time finish falling, they would have repented because it's not me they're attacking. So I, there's no record of that. I don't do that. I don't get involved. I've never done a debate. You've never seen me on a panel taking up for what we do at EX Ministries and debating somebody and going against someone. And find, I, I don't have to do that. I don't have to do that. I put some folks on blast, but that's because of what they did publicly. But it ain't going to be no EX Ministries versus this person and, oh, it's beef. That's the EX Ministry man. The person that almost started to be with Kerfrick, he almost got a beef going. The lad, when he mocked me in that video and called himself Craig Franklin, man, it was about to be an East Coast, West Coast beef <laughs> up in the body of Christ. I wanted to so bad, boy. We was driving one time, me and Landon, and I said, oh, I said, oh, Kurt just drove by. Landon's like, turn around, daddy. I said, boy, put your muscles up. You'll kill him. (laughs) 
But I had to do the same thing I always do. I, no, no, I'm not going to even address this. I'm not going to publicly say nothing. I'm not going to do it because I've never done that before. There's no need of me doing that now, especially at 50. Why, you, why do people wait till they 50 and wild out? I'm too old to wild out. I don't have the energy now. I have to conserve it. So I just, you know, I've, I've never done that because I, if I engage in that, that's going to start something that's not even a part of the call that I have. That's going to take me off my post. And when you off your post, folk going to wild out and act a fool. Amen. So I have to stay on my post. So I got to, I got to, I can't let the opposition change me. And you can't let opposition change you. You have to be intentional. You don't let what people did to you change your direction. What people are doing to you change your personality and who you are and who God called you to be. You don't let people change you. Romans 12 and 21. Be not overcome with evil, but do what? Overcome evil with good. So that means, and, and people think that means don't be possessed by the devil, but it was, no, be overcome with That means all the evil stuff that's going around, you overcome with it. It's taken over. That's your focus now. The evil others are doing is your focus, and now you can't drain the pool. Your focus is the alligators. Now you've become the alligator hunter. And that's not even what you were called to be. So if I'm called to drain the pool, guess what I need to be trying to do? Drain the pool. If our orders are to drain the pool, we can only deal with the alligators briefly. Look at somebody and say briefly. So that we can fulfill our orders and stay on course. Even in a marriage, you can't argue every day. You can only deal with things briefly. In a marriage, conflict has to be brief. If you spend a night on it, it gains power. The Bible said don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Why is that? You was mad at him one day and if you keep staying mad, first day you just want to have words. The next day you've picked up an object in your mind. The next day you see yourself in prison. The Bible said deal with your adversary quickly. Let's get this fixed quickly. Man, me and Elder do it all the time. When stuff go down in the church, we got to meet with somebody. You get that phone call, you meet with me that day. I'm not sleeping on that. Because the next day I'm going to want to fight you. But if they're to drain the pool, y'all, we can't. We have to fulfill our orders and stay on course so we can only deal with the alligator briefly. First Samuel 15, 22, and Samuel said, Hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? You know, all this other stuff you doing ain't more important than obeying the voice of the Lord. He said, it's, uh, uh, to obey is better than what? Than what? Sacrifice. So all this other stuff don't even count if you're not obeying. Do what, look at somebody say, do what God says. Determination requires work and who this message right here. 
What part of the creation role message that I preach that you thought was going to be easy? How is God's way going to be easier and the devil is the God of this world? Does that even make sense to you? Did you really think you was going to get a pass? It takes more work, more courage, and extreme fortitude to stick to God's plan. Anybody can be a punk. But it takes extreme fortitude. That's my, man, you know, I, you know, I don't really deal with you that much no more because you're just kind of you're kind of harsh, man. You, you, you just kind of hurt me a lot. You hurt me. Good! I tried to. You need to be hurt. You need to see no tears of a man. Man tears or hot tears? That don't do nothing to me. Not Nothing! You think you're the only one out here got it hard? You want to trade places for 10 minutes? I told somebody the other day, I said, man, I'm hard on the men here at ABC. I'm hard on men. You know why I'm hard on men? Because God is hard on me about his men. <laughs> nothing is getting done. Nothing is getting accomplished in the earth if the men don't do it. Period. That's it. That's the way God see it. You can see uh, Madame Blavatsky and all that. You can be seeing through witchcraft eyes all you want. All the women doing everything. But in God's eyes, just like when Eve sinned, the greatest sin that could be done, her name didn't get called. Adam's name got called because God sees the leadership he put in place. I mean, but you preach like you perfect, man. I'm preaching so I can try to get that way. Determination requires work and effort. Takes more work. It's going to take more courage. Extreme fortitude. First Peter 2 and 20. For what credit is it when you sin and you're beaten for it? Don't you make it through that? That's what Peter said. Didn't you make it through that? You sinned, got caught, heart beating fast, was scared, felt all like you was going to die, whatever. And then you got past it, didn't you? He says, but what? But when you do good and suffer for it, you endure. This is a gracious thing in the sight of God. So would you rather endure doing the good? You endure doing the bad. Summary. Because we are in the world and not of the world, what we have to do for God in the world is always harder than doing things our way. I know somebody's saying, I thought our way, the way of the church. Said, no, no, no. What I'm saying is you're going to have to put forth some extreme effort to do things God way, God's way. But it's easy to sit up and do what you want to do. Following a perfect God with a perfect plan. How many of you know his plan is perfect? Following a perfect God with a perfect plan is hard for an imperfect being raised in dysfunction. The steadfastness required to do God's work must be fortified and tested how much? Constantly. 
just when you think, oh man, things are going good, devil show up. Man, I'm, I'm just enjoying this peaceful period. Okay, five, four, three, two. <laughs> Call of God is not for play and it's not for the weak. You must be strong in order to stay focused and not fall by the wayside without fulfilling his plan for you. When God speaks to you, calls you out of the world and places his insight in you. This is everybody in here. Speaks to you, calls you out of the world, places his insight in you. You are required to do what? Follow through. Mm, mm. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Okay, so, you know, you folk just want to, you know, Oh, yeah, I want to just kind of be around Pastor G. You know, I just try to be cool and try to... Okay. All right, then. You ready? Are you ready? You ready? Really? Are you even ready to be at Adamant Believers Council? Are you really ready to be responsible for this that you're getting? Because you are. Y'all think the devil is happy with me? Was he even happy when you made the decision to come here because you saw a video? Can you imagine how many folks seen that video and made that decision? You think that don't upset the devil? You know how many folks aren't famous right now because they got out of the industry because of the videos. The devil had them marked from childhood to be something for him. You don't think he's mad? You will be met with opposition, trials, temptations and many moments where your life will not make sense comparatively in other words your way your walk your path may not look like everyone else's the way god has to deal with you may not be the same as others the route you must take may not be the same as those around you so some folks can get away with certain things, some folks can't get away with. It. No, it's not fair. But some folks call won't allow it. Amen. Hey, so you gotta walk differently. Amen. Uh, Julian gotta walk totally different just because he's the administrator of ABC. There's some things that Julian just has, can't do. Yeah. J. Brian Pochow. He's over the youth. <laughs> and we just put a bullseye on him by putting him in the exposition. Carmina, Lord help her. Y'all pray for her. She's sitting up there, innocent bystander, and just getting just shot at. That's the way it goes down. I mean, if you're a threat. You know, I tell the brothers out to the elders, especially when they get up here to preach, uh, you better be ready. Are y'all listening to me? I mean, it's not, this is not for play. If you're going to play, you need to go somewhere else. You need to go to Freddie Haynes Church and see the Zap and Roger reunion. <laughs> the route you must take may not be the same as those around you. Do not get caught up in what? Distractions. Do what God says no matter what. Stay on course and follow through. Listen to this, y'all. The alligators are not against you. They're against God's plan. So let God deal with them. You just what? Train the pool. Proverbs 4 and 23. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Put away from thee a forward, ma forward mouth 
and perverse lips put far from thee. Just quit running your mouth about folks. Hush. Let thine eyes look right on and thine eyelids look straight. What is, don't even look side to side. When you got your orders, look straight ahead. Ponder, think about the path of thy feet. Meaning, consider where you're going. Is this going to affect it? Is this going to change it? Is this going to mess it up? Let all thy ways be established. Meaning, I'm thinking about everything I'm doing so I don't conflict with what I'm supposed to be doing. 4 and 27, turn not to the right hand, nor to the left. And most importantly, remove thy foot from evil. Everyone stand to your feet. Woo! It's hard to preach these kind of messages without getting emotional because I remember when this stuff was happening. I remember being a young guy just wanting to do what God wanted me to do and this, this stuff going down. I just remember it. I remember my wife. I remember wanting to take care of my wife and my kids. I remember just wanting to, you know, just do what's best for them. But then I remember what it felt like to not have anyone to talk to this stuff about. And God pulled me in close to him and just would not let me talk to many people. And the guys I set up in my life that I thought were good, God just got them out the way. No, you can't listen to them. No, you can't listen. They're going to tell you the wrong thing. They're going to tell you the wrong thing. So I was like, well, who do I talk to? God said, well, you're going to talk to me, and I'm going to give you what to say, because 25 years later, you'll be able to stand before many men and give them what you didn't have. Amen. Amen. And it's just so many times God brought these kind of words to me and I didn't have anybody to back it up or anything, but I just had to do it. And I had to trust him just like you have to now. I can tell you, but you still have to trust him. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of the Adamant Believers Council in North Richland Hills, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas 76124, or donate online at exministries.com. 